0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Bobby Wilson back from the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm um, going to take a little bit of time here, a little bit of special segment here um, to talk about just what's happened today in the expansion of college football. Uh, hope you took some time before this to listen to my interview with uh, Tyson Lee, defenseman from Western Michigan. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. Had a lot of fun doing that. But at the same time, I, I feel like I do need to discuss, um, as a college football fan and podcaster, I think it's important to discuss what's going on in in the world of college football right now. Um, obviously, I am referring to the pretty, uh, I don't want to say out of nowhere, um, because there were a l- little bit of rumors of this last year, um, but USC and UCLA. Just announcing that they are going to the Big Ten uh, happened at, <laughs> if, if I'm being honest, I'm, I am was sitting <clears throat> at a work luncheon that my work provided and all of a sudden my Twitter feeds keep blowing up about this and I'm just like, what is going on? So I'm literally telling all my uh, all my coworkers, my, my wife and kids actually were at this function as well, <laughs> so I'm explaining it to them, like, and just the, the just how mind blowing in how this shatters the landscape of college football. Um, for the Big Ten to add the likes of USC and UCLA is a catastrophic move. Um, for College sports. Um, I, I think this is this is something that UCLA and USC need um, because I. Th- I well, let me first say when I when I was going to start when I'm thinking about doing this segment on and everything. I'm, my initial thoughts when I saw this is I'm going to rant and rave and just lose it about what's going on in college football. But the more I think about it. Uh, You you have to think more clearly about it. I'm glad it took some time to do that. Um, So now I can think a little bit more clearly about it. Um, But when I look at it from USC and UCLA's perspective, I look at it as these are two programs that from the national stage in almost every sport, I don't want to say have fallen by the wayside because they haven't. I mean, these are still two prominent programs but because of where they're located on the West Coast, in Los Angeles, California, the the average person in the Eastern Time Zone, in New York City, in you name that you name it in the Eastern Time Zone, even where I live in the Central Time Zone, we don't stay up to watch Pac-12 after dark. The average fan doesn't stay up to watch Pac-12 after dark football, in um, in every other sport as well. I mean. Pac-12 basketball has been unbelievable the past few years, but not too many people have seen it because the games are on until one or two in the morning. So for the perspective of USC and UCLA to make this move, I think shows that they really want to put their athletes in the front lines of having the opportunity to display how great they are at their given sport. So from the football perspective, this gives them the opportunity to shine in front of everyone. When they play the University of Michigan at, say, a noon Eastern time slot or a 2.30 time slot or 3.30 time slot, everybody is now going to see it. Whereas they would used to play at 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night on the East Coast. Where This is a big deal now. So they're going to Rutgers. They're going to be in that New York City area. Um, they're going to Maryland, where they're going to be in the Washington, D- D- Washington D.C., Baltimore metro area. This is—it's a big deal for those two to be able to put their athletes into that spotlight. Um, I think it's important to think about like Chip Kelly and how innovative he is as a football coach and obviously USC and UCLA are coming from a Pac-12 where the defense is nowhere near what the Big Big 10 is currently but like an innovative offensive mind like Chip Kelly you just I think it's very very intriguing to see what happens there obviously these two huge pieces are huge pieces to a domino effect that's going to occur I mean, I think it's a given. I shouldn't say it's a given, but I think it's pretty clear that the Big Ten isn't done adding teams. I, I've I've seen rumors already that Oregon and Washington have applied, and I've even seen rumors where they've already been accepted into the Big Ten. Well, I'll believe that when it becomes official, just something I've seen. I'm not reporting it as fact by any means. But then I look at... A lot of the other Pac-12 teams. I know the Big 12 has eyed Arizona and Arizona State for a while. Uh, you have to imagine if Utah was willing to leave to be alongside BYU in that conference. Does Colorado go back home to the Big 12? There's that possibility. Um, you you look at it from the Pac-12 perspective, and you think, who do you add? Who do you add from the? The Mountain West, I've seen many reports that are there are a ton of Mountain West teams that have inquired about it. I, I've seen Boise State is pretty much a lock, but who, who knows how true that really is. I, I mean, you have to think Boise State, San Diego State, Fresno State are going to be the first ones getting calls, but you never know. One, I'm very intrigued, and I'm, I'm going to put this on Twitter tomorrow. I'm intrigued to see what the thoughts are on this. What about the University of Hawaii? Um, just what that would bring to the table. <clears throat> uh, I just think that would be intriguing. Interested to see what people think about that. <clears throat> so there's that. There's that regard. And what then becomes of Oregon State, Washington State, in their rivalries with Oregon and Washington? If if they truly leave to the Big Ten, what happens to them? What happens to Cal and Stanford in this? I, there, there's a lot of interesting things going on at the table here that that I'm just really, really intrigued to see how all these dominoes fall. Um, I think it then leads to there is going to be a astronomical bidding war for Notre Dame. Um, I would have thought that the ACC was the front runner for that because they're a member in every other sport but football, but I think when the SEC comes calling with the money that they're going to offer. It's very enticing I think it makes more sense for them to be in the Big Ten for proximity reasons for rivalry reasons I mean they're rivals with a ton of the teams that are in that league already and then add USC to it so the Notre Dame bidding war is going to be something that is going to be crazy it's going to be astronomical I think the SEC is going to be making a very very big push now um, <clears throat> At, I would have to mention. I would have to imagine at Clemson and Florida State, and even maybe even Miami. But I would definitely say Clemson and Florida State are there going to be the two that they would that they would go after first. Uh, I think <clears throat> I think we all understand why there. Um, and then what that leads to for the ACC and what that means. I, I think there's a lot of interesting caveats that can go into that discussion where West Virginia is always rumored because they're an outlier in the Big 12. Did they then get the opportunity to go to the ACC? South Florida, I think, is a very good option with their location and what they bring to the table and the investments they're making in their football program. I think that makes sense. I And I'm going to say this, and I've said it before, I think the University of Connecticut makes a lot of sense in that regard. Um, you also saw the rumors today of Kansas potentially going to the Big East for every sport uh, besides football and then just being a football independent, kind of like what UConn does right now. I think that is an, is an amazingly intriguing option <clears throat> because then what does that lead to in basketball? You always hear the rumor of Gonzaga going to the Big East in basketball, but they would have to have a bridge and – Kansas Creighton and schools like that present that opportunity. So it's very, very intriguing to see how all these dominoes fall. I mean, is there a possibility where the ACC is just poached to a level that we are shocked and haven't seen before? And then does that lead to a conference almost like the old Big East, where you have these Northeast teams, where you have the likes of Connecticut, Boston College, Pitt? Uh, West Virginia um, you go down the line and then does maybe a UMass fall in there as an independent just just some really really interesting things that I think is it's going to be crazy then you go back to my Mountain West discussion if if the Mountain West loses some of those top teams to say the Pac-12 what does the Mountain West do do they raid the Big Sky Conference do they go add North Dakota State South Dakota State there's a lot of things that can go into this what does the mac do i mean they're they're one of the conferences that you don't hear as much talked into this you heard the western kentucky middle tennessee option early on but it fell through so what happens there i I, there's way too much going on here for obviously we know this isn't going to stop so it's it's very intriguing to me to see what the next move is. Obviously, USC, UCLA are going to set off a trigger domino effect that is going to be catastrophic. And something that I really, really firmly believe that that this is this is detrimental to college football. One thing as fans that we love about college football is the tradition and how special that tradition is. And we've learned today that even that tradition has a price. And that price is every TV dollar that's going into this. I think we can obviously say that the NIL money that is going to be thrown around now after this is going to just be... I mean, we've already seen staggering numbers, but I think now it's going to just turn into a bidding war that we never thought would happen or didn't think would happen for a while so it's it's really really crazy to think about some of these things that are going to transpire out of this and it's not just team shifting conferences it's the money that is going to come out of this and i think the way that you look at how these conferences are going to shift just follow the money trail where where are these next TV contracts going with? Who who's getting these big deals from the TV markets? I th- I think that's that's the main thing we got to look at. Where where's the money going? Wherever the money is going, that's where big time teams are going to follow. So that's that's my thoughts into this. Um, again, like I said, when I first said i was going to do this segment i'm like i'm going to come in here come on here ranting and raving like a lunatic but again as always you got to think it through uh, be more professional than that and that's just my ten, my two cents uh going forward with this obviously there's going to be a lot more going on and i'm sure we'll hear a lot more in the coming days but again thanks guys for listening have a good night god bless